Welcome to Poolside Podcast. This is episode number eight, and I'm your host, Rachel Anthony. Today, I'm chatting with Danielle DeRusso, a huge inspiration for building a successful brand and business online, and also one of my good friends that I've known for more than 15 years. Danielle uses the power of voice to help people connect with their confidence and their business. What does that mean? Let's get into the interview and find out. Here is Danielle DeRusso. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I'm here today with Danielle Jeruso. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh my god, thanks for having me. Of course. We've come a long way since grade four. Yeah. But I, I would like to think so, actually. I would hope, <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> Good thing our highlights didn't happen in, in grade five. Yeah. So we've come a long way. And I was thinking about it when I was writing up your questions. That And we talked about this because I've been on your podcast. Mm-hmm. But how we like met in grade four but now we've kind of come like full circle we've ended up doing like similar things in yeah it's super weird even though no we probably wouldn't guess that no if someone would have asked us if you would have seen us both in grade four you would wonder like how we were friends yeah my goal was just to be a part of like good charlotte's like girl posse and rachel was like i was like rachel can you please give me your homework yeah, that was our relationship. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. And I offered humor. Yeah. That was pretty much the energetic yeah. exchange. And you had a camera, because that was, like, way yeah. back in the day when we'd take, like, selfies on, like, a, a digital, like, a Canon. Oh, yeah. Like, shoot, because I have all those photos, so. Yeah. Anyone is looking for what we looked like, they exist on Facebook. Yeah, unfortunately. Just gotta scroll back, but they're there. They're there, <laughs> yeah. Bonus points to anyone who wants to go find them. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Tag us in them. <laughs> tag us in the text, guys. Share your Instagram. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't do that. Just, just share the podcast episode and that's, that's enough. That's all people need. Okay. So you have a podcast. So I've been on it and it grows. It seems like it's grown like crazy. I think I was on it like six months ago. Maybe six months? Eight yeah. months? And now I feel like I messaged you the other day. I was like, how do you have so many episodes? I was like, why do you post it every day? It's like, I can't keep up. It's so funny because... Yeah, it just grew so rapidly. One day, it was almost, like, I put the intention out there or whatever to have it grow on its own. It's just, I started, like, a, pop, a passion project, right? So, I didn't even think it would do anything. I was like, this is how I'm going to share my thoughts with the world. <laughs> my little microphone sitting on my floor. But, all of a sudden, I started getting so many people requesting to be on the podcast. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, we'll see. So, I started doing pre-interviews for people. And then I was like, I love everyone. So... It was like, boom, boom, boom. And then and now, well, you know me. I don't like to wait yeah. for things. No. And I'm like, everything's messy and it's perfect. <laughs> so just like throw it up and yeah. You're like, how many episodes a day can we have? Yeah, I'm like, well, I've had two interviews today. So why don't we just put the both up? <laughs> like, well, why not? No strategy. <laughs> Goals. Okay, get a strategy, but post a lot. That's, That's my takeaway yeah. from Danielle's advice. <laughs> okay, so before we get into it, because so when I was putting these questions together, I sent them to Danielle and she was like, well, maybe you should edit them a little bit because that's not really what I do. So clearly there's been a miscommunication since I've seen you. So we're meeting ago. for the first time yeah. right now. <laughs> We've actually never met her. I'm just kidding. No, I went through the whole rebrand. I don't yeah, think we and I have since I know around it. Yeah. No. So clearly I missed that. No. Trying to follow along. <laughs> you should do a podcast episode. <laughs> I'll do that. Or just send me like a... a Personally, so yeah, I don't even know what you're doing. <laughs> well, we haven't gone for coffee in a little bit because you were traveling and all that stuff. But so, yeah, you guys, welcome to our coffee date. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna update each other on our lives. Yeah, really. So, do you want to give a little intro to who you are and what you do? Yeah, I would love to, Rachel. <laughs> so, what's up? 
I'm Danielle Driuso, and I am a voice coach and leadership specialist. So I've come a long way. Do you want me to give a little bit of background of like yeah. how I morphed? Yes. I morphed into this beautiful butterfly. Yes. Um, so I actually started my business when I was working like 55 hours a week, like fucking 18 jobs. Am I not allowed to swear on here? You can swear. Oh my god. I mean, I don't swear, but like you can definitely swear. Yeah. This is the, once again, this is our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel doesn't swear, but I swear a lot. I'm so sorry, y'all. Um, so cover the little ears if you have littles and dogs that you don't want here to swear. <laughs> or dogs for littles, you know. Um, so yeah, so I started with like 55 jobs. 55 jobs! 55 plus hours a week, like pretty much 55 jobs. There was so many jobs that I was doing. So pretty much when I started, I was not only an intern in children's theater company, I was doing special effects makeup. I was teaching voice to like little kids and stuff like that. Um, I was teaching Shakespeare in schools. I was also working as a makeup artist, um, pretty much full time, which is insane to me. So I was working like nine to five and then six to nine every day. And then I was working weekends and holidays. I would do backstage makeup for shows and all these like a million things. And I actually started my business as a health coach because a couple years before that I got in a car accident. I don't even remember that. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was a while ago. It was a long time ago. I know. I was like, did that even happen? Yeah. But I got in a car accident, and I pretty much they're like, in order to not be in pain, you have to really get your health in check. And so I got obsessed with what I was putting in my body, obsessed with what I was doing, like intentionally. So thoughts, beliefs, like food, everything. I just got really obsessed with health. So I was like, why not share this? with the world and share my journey. So I started doing that on social media and I started health coaching people and just really like guiding them through. Um, I was partnered with a company at the time, just guiding them through the journey of like self-love and body acceptance and all that stuff. And it quickly morphed into people asking me like, well, how did you change your life going from the place that I was at then to where I ended up being when I quit my job? Because when I first started all these jobs, like my parents, I don't know, I'll talk about this, this is part of my story, yeah, why not, right? <laughs> Everyone knows, so it's fine, um, something that I keep secret, but I pretty much like woke up one day when I was 18, walked upstairs, and my parents were like, okay, we're losing everything, you have two months to move out, like, like we're, everything's getting redesigned, both our family businesses closed, like every, it was just everything that my life was, was like gone in an instant. So I ended up working all these jobs, and I was just like, I'm so sick of working so much, not having a social life, not feeling like I can do pretty much anything with my life because I'm always worried about money. I'm always worried about these things. Um, everyone tells me that I can't get paid for doing what I love. Like, F that. Like, I'm just going to do it anyways. So ended up building my business to a point where I could quit everything, including my makeup artist job, including my retail job, and started really helping people with like acceptance and body love within their businesses and how that grew to their sales. So somehow, I don't even know how it happened, I ended up helping a lot of entrepreneurs start their businesses, get it up and running, kind of do the makeshift way that I did it and really do a focus on connection and content because I didn't really understand it at the time, but I was like, oh, I don't understand why I'm so good at storytelling, I don't understand why I'm so good at content, I don't understand why like, I can really pull these things out of people that they can't find on their own this is so strange to me, even though I have a whole background in like theater and like writing and all that stuff, but it just seemed so foreign at the time. So I didn't really understand or make that connection at the time. Um, I was just helping people. And I'm like, oh, I'm really good at helping people do what they've always wanted to do. Like, awesome. Let's just keep doing that. 
And then I ended up, this is a new update that Rachel's doing now. So I did that for a while. Um, I had the whole Passion to Paycheck podcast was my original podcast name. I had Passion to Paycheck course, which is really about like how to gain clarity and momentum and an income off of doing what you love based on how you want it to feel and how you want your life to really revolve around the thing that you love instead of trying to fit the thing that you love around like a nine to five job or, or office hours or whatever. So I ended up going to a retreat in Sedona and this is, this is such an insane story. I heard you I don't think I've ever told you this, so this is going to be super fun. It's Danielle's super spiritual and woo. And yeah, she carries like crystals and shit. And it's, I don't have know. a crystal in my bra right now, but normally I do. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, yeah. So me and Rachel clearly are so, so similar. But we've stayed together for quite some time. So yeah, we balance each other out. Yeah, it's true. We are literally yin and yang. Um, so I go to this, this retreat in Sedona. And this energy healer does something like she's reading my chakras and she's like, you're, there's something with your voice that you're not working with and that's going to be the thing that you need to work with. And I'm like, well, I didn't really do a lot with my freaking drama degree. Like I was getting paid such shitty money. <laughs> like I was going into school. The only way I would get paid for teaching was to go into Catholic schools and like do it. And, and I love educating people. And I love doing residencies in schools, but I knew that there was just something more. I'm like, well, there's nothing in front of me that I can do, so I don't, this is stupid. I'm not going to listen to you. So two months later, um, I had another energy healing that was like this bonus for a course that I was on or whatever. And so Erica Ashley. <laughs> we don't know what kind of course that was. <laughs> it was a bonus energy was, healer, but. <laughs> it was a business course. Believe it or not, it was the most strategy business course ever. But one of my friends, Erica Ashley, um, she was recently fe- featured. She had like a TEDx talk and all that stuff. Anyways. So she was like, oh, by the way, surprise, I'm also an energy healer, and like, I'm going to give you guys this bonus, and I was like, okay, why not? Like, what is this? And so same thing, says it again. Like, you got to do something with your voice, or something that you haven't been doing, like your throat chakras all like blocked and stuff like that, and I'm like, okay, whatever, not going to listen to you. And then um, at a business retreat in January, I went with my coach, who's like super strategy, and she's like, Danielle, can you lead people like in something with the voice? And I was like, Taylor, we don't talk about the fact that I do this. And so, because I was like, that's weird, and I don't know if people are going to like it and all that stuff. So I go, and I lead people through this guided thing with their voice, and people are sobbing, and people are like, oh my god, this is insane, like, why don't you teach this stuff? And keep in mind, these are people who are like six-figure business owners. They're not like, oh, let's just sit in a circle and meditate. Like, these are people who are very strategy-based, who are very, like, very, very well known in the industry. They're very visible. And I just thought, well, this is a strange thing that I do. And it ended up like changing a lot of their lives, which was insane to me at the time because I didn't really think of using my gifts in that way before. And so I was like, okay, there's something to this. So I started working and I like ran my own retreat, the Unleash Your Voice retreat. I started working with higher level entrepreneurs because I was working with beginners. So I was like, okay, I'm friends with all these six-figure entrepreneurs, all these people who are like, oh, I write for Forbes, I do this. And how, what if I utilize my skills and just try and like see what happened with that, right? Like, what can I get away with? Is really like, the Danielle mentality is like, what can I get away with here? Like, let's see what I can do here. And heard such amazing feedback, such incredible things that had happened in their businesses. Like one girl went from, um, we just did like a voice session on, and the thing with the voice is that it's not just here, this is how I speak, it's everything self-expression. So what I didn't understand before was the reason why all these things 
work so well. So like my energy, when I enter a room, there's like an intention of, I fill the space with my energy before anything else, right? Rachel's saying that like, I can make friends anywhere. Um, the text strangers, <laughs> a lot of like whatever, right? Or if someone's like, hey, go do a speech. And I'm like, what do you want me to talk about? And they'll say something. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll go do it. Like whatever. And it'll just come super naturally to me, but that's because I'm connected to my voice. That's because I'm connected to who I am. Like the only way, the voice is like a bridge. The only way you can hear my thoughts or know my beliefs or know how I am as, as a person is if I show it to you, if I express it to you, if I have a brand that shows it to you before you end up like seeing me or something like that. There's this point of connection where people know who you are because you have showed them a part of yourself or you have expressed yourself in some way. And that's what the link was. And so I started doing more work on that front. And one of the girls who I worked with, she's like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to um, sign these clients. Like, I don't know what I'm gonna be able to do. And so we worked through a little bit of self-expression with her. Like two days later, she signed a 12K client, like within like two days. And I'm like, okay, there's something to this. Like people are getting not only financial results, but like confidence and all this stuff. They're connecting back to, into who they are. They're happier. Because when you get to a certain level of success, which, I, which I've seen, not only in film, because I have friends in film industry, not only in like theater, because I have friends who are really well known in the theater industry here, not only in, not my friends who are all around the world doing these insane things where you're like, oh my God, that person is this person, that's crazy. But to them, they feel so disconnected from their success, they feel like they're not good enough, they feel like, well, I made this success, but why am I not happy, do you think? So that's really where I come in now, and I like plug them back into their brilliance and plug them back into their happiness and joy and connect them back to who they are. Wow. Okay, so now we all know what Danielle does. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> and that's how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> Mic drop. We're just going to go home now. <laughs> okay, so do you want to provide like an example? You kind of touched upon it, but like what you're – the steps would be so if someone comes to you and they're like help me Danielle what yeah. would, like what's the first thing that you really do when you like sit down with someone so say someone like owns a business they're already like they're not starting a business they already have a business so yeah what is your like first step with them yeah normally the symptoms I'm gonna do that first like this is normally what people come to me with so all of a sudden they're like well I don't understand why I'm not inspired I don't understand why I just had this huge launch and like I hear this a lot where they're like, oh, successful people problems, like I'm unhappy or something like that. Or they find themselves only strictly eating Kit Kats for meals or like just <laughs> strange things like that, right? Or totally isolating from their families and they, it's something that's unconscious. So like when you lose grip on yourself, it's not like, oh my God, I don't even know who I am today, right? It's slow. It's a slow progression of you stop talking to friends or a slow progression of you don't feel like you can really be yourself with people so you just like isolate or cut them out or you find yourself turning to like numbing out mechanisms which is like the extreme of it right right like, like you don't like, realize yeah. until you're like already there yeah until you're like like fists deep into like a hundred pack of right. candy <laughs> for halloween um i did a video on that and i ate a lot of halloween candy for it so it was really good but just that feeling of well how did i end up here so really where i come in is the first thing that we do is I kind of read into their voice. This is something fun and cool that I do. Is that I can actually like hear within someone's voice like where their physical tension is, and your physical tension actually really comes from emotional tension. So if people are like, "Oh my God, this girl's a witch!" Like, don't worry, <laughs> it's not as scary as it sounds. It's just like biology. So when you have a certain thought pattern or a certain belief your like the neuropathways in your brain are saying okay this is how you get from point a to point b this is how you get from point a to point b 
and when it gets like really when the road is built with this is hard this sucks this like all these like really tense things our body like holds a lot of the emotional stress because just like as if a trauma patient was like well that's a trigger like for me stage fright used to be a huge trigger so I used to go on stage and Rachel knows this but I don't know if any of your listeners probably do unless they know me <laughs> but um I had stage fright my entire life up until last year and I had been performing since I was eight years old and I didn't understand why but I would go on stage and I would perform, but if one of my family members was in the audience or a friend or something like that, I actually would black out what everything that happened on stage, but it wasn't like, oh, I'm, I'm in a trance now, but it was, I would just come off stage and not remember anything. And it was my brain doing like a coping mechanism of, okay, so Danielle, this scares you, so we're just not going to think about that. We're going to like completely dissociate and disconnect from that. And that shows up, your body's like the best recording system ever, so I would do a lot of breath work and... When you think of it this way, like there's three chambers of breath, there's your lungs filled with air, your diaphragm moves down, and then your like all your organs can move out of the way. They're like, the diaphragm's coming down, like move to the side, guys, and then your back expands as well. So you have full expansion. Now, when you have a full expansion, your blood pumps, oxygen, oxygen goes to the brain, goes to everywhere in your body, right? Right? This is Danielle explaining <laughs> science. Rachel's like, this is Danny science. <laughs> yeah. Science. You guys don't understand how breath works. Yeah, like, these are good jokes. Your blood is in your body. Danielle's <laughs> here to help. I'm here to help, guys. Anything past this, don't ask me. Okay, that's where Rachel comes in. And you could probably copy her whole work because that's what I did in grade nine science. Um, but so funny. So that's that's normally what happens. Well, you can imagine when you don't take a full breath of air, you don't get full oxygen in your brain. Right, yeah, which is how people have like panic attacks. You start like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's then, just like chest breathing. Yeah, and you can also get. Certain memories, like when you do breath work, they, like repressed memories come up because your brain is like, oh, we don't want to deal with that. Perfect. We're going to put this to the side. And it was really cool because I didn't understand this, but I was like, this is what happens. And actually, one of my friends who her background is in psychology, she actually left her profession to pursue like more um, like Eastern medicines and stuff like that. But she explained that to me. I was like, well, that makes so much sense. Like, that's why breath is so important. Like, that's why all this stuff that I've learned about breath is so crucial. So really what I do is I go in and I really just sell, like identify with people where they're struggling, where they're physically holding tension, where they're emotionally holding tension, and where they're energetically holding tension. And we kind of go through there, we go through this process of like really reading into their energy, reading into their voice, like physically, reading into their body physically, and figuring out, okay, so what points and what energy centers are actually holding the most tension right now? And where is your natural voice? Like, where is your power center, I call it? Like, when your voice actually drops into your body. So think of it this way. When someone's really insecure, they're either going to puff out their chest. Like, hey, what's up, guys? Like, I think, like, my brother's a Sasquatch. So I think it's, like, <laughs> like, after the gym, like, hey, what's up, guys? So that's all I could do was just, like, some big guy that was, like, <laughs> trying to be really cool standing outside of the big truck and just being, like, guys, look at me. Yeah, exactly. So that's, like, when someone's feeling not grounded in themselves, they're going to have two, like, go-to responses. One is, like, puffing out their chest, which is where people feel like, oh my God, someone, the, for this person just ended up being so cocky now. Like that's how, that word cocky is really just, they're trying to project something out and you're very triggered by their energy because it's very like Dragon Ball z out their energy <laughs> is the official term right. for Danielle, right? <laughs> that's, that's the jamming term for it. But like really pushing out their energy. So you feel like, oh, like that turns me off so much. Like I don't like that. Or they isolate and become like a wallflower and you're like, well, why is that person so like quiet or shy or whatever, right? And shyness, everything is just an energy. Like 
emotion is energy in motion. And when you just encompass one of those energies, that's when you feel either really like isolated or you're pushing people away, like very actively trying to prove something to yourself. So what I normally do is just come in with them and the first thing we do is drop into their actual breath, their actual body and their actual like their own thoughts, their own beliefs and who they really are at core. Because when that happens, when you're disconnected from who you are, you start to have beliefs and thoughts come in that aren't even your own and you don't realize where you pick them up, right? It's just like, whoa, like that's strange. Every time that I go and fill my gas, my, I have this thought in my head being like, Danielle, make sure you close the thing. And I'm like, oh, mom, what did you get here? Right? Like, oh my God. But it's the same idea with every single area of your business. So if you're feeling these thoughts come up that are like, well, really, can you actually make money from this? Even if you have made so much money from it, you're like, wait a second. It's not a Danny thought. Like, where did that come in? Dad, are you here? Like, what is this? Right? And that's kind of where we start is, like, just like anything, it's, it kind of starts with this test. You're taking um, chart of every, where you are right now, energe energetically, physically, emotionally. And then from there, when you have like this really open understanding of where you're at, it's where do you want to go? And then building a plan to go from point A to point B. And then that's kind of what I right. get people. Yeah. Cool. Mic drop again. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. 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 Okay. So... Unleash Your Voice yeah. is your business. So and that, so what program yeah. are you offering or like what do you call it when people want to come work with you then? Because I think you told yes. me you had a different name for it. Yes, for sure. So Unleash Your Voice is kind of like the new branch brand, I guess, of my business, which is primarily vo vocal work, primarily self-expression work. And so that encompasses like the podcast and everything and, and my Facebook page and all that stuff. But currently the way to privately work with me, I call it sacred self-expression because what it is is this private incubator for really high level entrepreneurs who are feeling that disconnected, that dissociation of the mask of success. And they're like, well, I should be happy. Like what the, what the fuck, right? Like why am I not happy right now? Or am I get a subtle nudge of like something's missing and I don't understand why. So they would come to me and it's a year long program and there's four private retreats and it's completely anonymous, which is something really cool that I included because when you get to certain levels, like it doesn't matter if you've had something published and now your visibility is like crazy or you're making a ton of money or you are a public speaker and you're speaking on stages all around the world. It's that feeling of what if they found out? Oh God, what if they found out that I actually feel like this? And like, oh dear God. So that's where we come in and it's completely anonymous. Obviously I know who you are. Like yeah. that would be weird if I didn't. <laughs> but um, we just have safety measures to really keep these people's, um, their privacy really and just honor that so I think of it like a little sacred like safe haven for self-expression Rachel knows this about me it's like I just naturally bring out like the weird in people <laughs> I just pull out the weird pull out the the I call it the vibrancy like all it's all about living life in technicolor is what I think about it yeah yeah probably like the weirdest things I've done probably been with Danielle when things get a little wild you're just like like this is Danielle's fault. Exactly. <laughs> who who's here? Yeah. Like this is Danielle's yeah. voice in my head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so for people that uh, I mean everyone has access to the internet and your podcast so they can listen yeah. to you, but for people that um, can't work with you, you're full, whatever, what's something that they could do at home or like mm. when they're done listening to this great podcast, what's something they could do immediately that would like just take them in the right step of either connecting themselves or just like finding their contentness of life. 
Oh, so good. So I'm going to, um, there's an exercise that you can do and I'm just going to kind of talk about it. But if people actually want to go through it, there's, I have a five day challenge. I sent you the link. Um, it's like, put it in the show notes. Thank you. Um, it's define your destiny challenge. So it's a five day challenge where it takes you from, um, and it's, it, it's about if you're a total personal development junkie, amazing. You're going to freaking love it. If you're like, Oh, I like to dabble, then you're going to want to go through it. But there's written portions that you could probably stick with. And then there's three trainings that are about an hour. Now, if you're a personal development junkie, you're going to be like, Oh yes, I love it. But if you're someone who just wants to dabble in it, there's written stuff for you too. So one exercise in that, I think it's day two, it's super powerful. So what I do is I make you sit down and kind of go through how do I want to feel. So that's like you were at my one workshop. So kind of that idea of how do I want to feel? Like what is the desired feeling right now? And what am I feeling actually in my body? So that's like day one. Day two, we go into actually physically embodying the energy of what you want. Now this is super powerful. This is like how opera singers walk on stage and fill an auditorium of like 5,000 people or whatever with their energy. Like they walk on stage and you know that Taylor Swift just freaking walked on stage, right? right? Like you know that that person just entered the building and everyone's like, ah! <laughs> even if you haven't even seen that they're actually there yet, right? It's because their energy enters first. And it's super powerful and it's becoming completely magnetic. So what you do is you kind of just really feel what are the feelings of having that already? Like this is a really broken down version. What are the feelings of feeling that already? Like what if I was already successful? What if I already had like the hottest day in the world, like on my arm, like what would that feel like? And taking that into your body and then like a light, turning that on. So I think of it like a lighthouse, a lighthouse to call the, call in the boats or call in the clients or call in the money or call in the visibility or go speak on stage or whatever and magnetize people. The lighthouse, you don't have to like burn the whole thing down, right? <laughs> this is how we get attention. No, you just turn on the light. So it's that idea of I walk into a space and I just turn on the light inside me. And like that energy is magnetic. And I put the intention there to be magnetic. And then weird things happen. Like I get 18 things. <laughs> <Weird things happen. laughs> but I get like a million emails all of a sudden out of nowhere after getting no emails. All of a sudden, everyone who is friends with me, who's a PR agent, is sending me their clients to be on my podcast. All of a sudden, I get emails from like random people being like, hey, Danielle, do you want to speak on this? Or do you want to be featured on this? And it's just, I, all I did was turn on the light. And it's the same thing because you can turn off the light too. Like if you've ever gone to a grocery store, I play this game and it's called Avoid Everyone I Went to High School With. You oh, probably hear me play this. That happens when you live in the Northwest still and everyone still lives in the Northwest. Yeah. You're just like, oh God. So if I go anywhere, I'm like, okay. I play that game often too. Right? It's so fun. But it's so funny that you just automatically have that intention to be like unseen, like invisibility cloak. And you need like that reference. Yeah. My experience. If you guys don't get it, it, you can just turn this podcast off and we're not going to be friends. So if you miss the reference, that's it. Right? Oh my God. Remember when I used to go see all the movies with you and we'd sit in line and be like, hey, Rachel, I didn't read the book. You're going to have to explain the entire book to me before we go watch this movie. And I made her draw lightning bolts on her forehead too. Yes. So, oh my God. Which True friendship. I would love to do because I'm like, let's bring out the weird. That's true. <laughs> let's dress up and let's. Yeah, that was just us coming together. Harry Potter, we're going to dress up and be weird. That was, yeah, that's a definition that of our relationship. In um, yeah, but it's that feeling of, I don't want to be seen. And all of a sudden, no one notices you or you don't see anyone. But the minute that you're like, oh, I'm going to see someone. I know I'm going to see someone that I know. Then you see them. Right. Right? It's the same thing. It's just like turning on light inside yourself. Right. Turn that switch on, guys. Yeah. Or turn it off if you're avoiding anyone yeah. in high school. <laughs> or if you're near a high school, you went to turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. 
I get so like I'm just like listening and I had a great question and I can't remember what it was. Um, so what would you say are the biggest like confidence blocks that people have to get? Oh, I remember my question actually. Yeah. Ignore that question. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> strike that from the record, please. Let's strike it from the record. We don't edit this podcast. So <laughs> it's going to be in there. It's going to be so good. Um, I lost my train. Oh, shit. Sorry. Okay. What were you saying? You had the best edit this out and then we'll. Well, you were talking about, you were going to ask me a question about confidence and you're like, wait a second. Like one of them. Oh, yes, I do remember. Okay, so because I do, I don't intend to do a lot of personal development. That's never my goal in my life, but I end up, maybe it's just you being the energy. I love it. That I end up with a lot of like personal development, self-development, like workshops that are just in, it's like when you go to a business conference and then there's some sort of like personal development and you're just like, I didn't sign up for this guy. So I don't want yeah. to share my feelings. Anyway, I go to a lot of them. Some of them and are I'm like, voluntary, um, some of them are not. <laughs> yeah, so... I was just at one a couple days ago. I was at a, a retreat, and part of the thing was we oh, do this, so like, cool. personal development thing. So what do you say to people? Because I know you have to be in a certain mindset to really, like, let down your walls. Even if you're just, like, writing in a notebook to yourself, even in your workshop where, like, you're there, wow. it's kind of dark, no one can see what you're writing, but you still sometimes, like, yeah. lie to yourself about, like, what you want to achieve or, like, where you are, like... No one wants to write down that their life is shit. Yeah. So, like, how do you push people past that and to, like, really let down their walls, especially when they're talking to you? Because yeah. it's one thing to write it in a notebook, but it's another thing to actually have to, like, say it out loud to a person. Yeah. So, like, how do you push people through that, either if they're sitting with you or your workshops or retreats or whatever? I love that you brought that up because it's it's so true. It's the fact that we get a question of, like, oh, what do you really, like, want in your life? And you're like, well... Someone might read this, so I'm just going to write that my life is awesome. <laughs> I love it. Like, I want a good job and a husband and a house. Yeah. And I think somewhere there should be a picket fence. And yeah. uh, that's what society tells me I want. So we'll go with that one. <laughs> exactly. And what it really is, is dissociating from, number one, what people think. Number two, the expectation of how you are perceived. So there's this really powerful quote. I say it all the time. Dr. Phil quote. Everyone get ready. Dr. Phil. <laughs> Dr. Phil, you're welcome. I'm making you famous. Like, you were already famous, but... I'm not quotes you. That's the next level. That's the next level famous right there. But he says, you teach people how to treat you. And it's so true because, like I said earlier, how I show myself to you is how I'm perceived by you, right? Like, I set up this expectation that I'm this person, right? So it could be with your family. Like, oh, I'm the, I'm the nice one. I'm, I'm the nice, oh, I help everyone, I'm the nice one, right? But then the minute that you say no, everyone's pissed because it's out of character. Like, I put that in air quotes that no one can see. But, <laughs> but um, that, that, like, oh, you know, that's so out of character for that person. But really, all it is is that they've set up an expectation um, on how they need, that how people need to see you, quote, unquote, or whatever, so that you can be loved, accepted, appreciated. It's a safety mechanism, right? Like, for me, for the longest time, anytime I thought my dad was going to read anything, like, my family swears, Rachel knows this, yes. but anytime on the internet I was going to say something, I was like, uh-oh, if I say the F word, my dad's going to screenshot that shit, and he's going to send it to me and be like, did y'all stop swearing on the internet? <laughs> and clearly, if you anyone has read my stuff recently, I don't follow that rule anymore. But for the longest time, it was like... Danielle, you're not a quote unquote good child or whatever if you don't listen to your dad and you still swear on the internet. Right. And it's dissociating from those expectations of what you need to be to people and just ask yourself, okay, well, do I like this about me? 
like, do I genuinely like it about me? Because if it's hurting someone, you'll know right away. You're like, okay, this isn't in alignment with who I am. But if it is, and someone else's perception is shifted, that's not your problem. It's like, it's not, it's not your problem if people like you or not. The thing that you need to focus on is what do I need in this moment? So it's really dissociating from making things mean things about you. So it's like, oh, I didn't hit my income goal. Well, this means everything about who I am as a person, <laughs> like personally. Same thing with writing in a journal. Well, oh, I feel sad today. It's like that doesn't mean that you're sad every day or every moment. But in this moment, when you're real to yourself, it's like you actually release that. I think of it like if you have a head cold and I just gave you a tissue and I was like, oh, here, blow your nose. And you blew your nose and you're like, oh, I feel so much better. I'm not like, oh my God, did you guys see Rachel blow her nose? Like, <laughs> oh my God, right? It's like you're not associating to it. You're like, oh, I've had a head cold. I'm going to get the shit out of my brain and throw it in the garbage. And that's what we need to do sometimes. We just need to like let ourselves like blow our fucking noses and not make it mean anything about who we are. So it's really creating that safe space, number one. Number two, like creating a really true authenticity. Like people... Like, when you follow me online, you're like, well, that's Danny. <laughs> like, well, that's a very genial thing to do or something like that. And I love that because it creates that really safe space because people are working privately with me on a very intimate level. It's not necessarily, which is why I like it, not being, like, super perfect because I want them to see my flaws. I want them to see that I'm human because if they're going to take their walls down with me, they have to, like, a lot of people follow me for months and then they're like, okay, I'm in. Or they'll follow me for, like, a year sometimes and they're like hey I'm flying like one of the girls flew from Florida to come to my retreat in Bears Paw Alberta like yeah. what <laughs> right so she's like hey I'm in like just right there there's a click and they just feel safe and so that's really important to me is to create those safety barriers and also just remind people that it's like none of your business what people think about you so right. you don't have to worry about that and it is practice because I feel like yes. the more you do the more if you need to write a journal you should write it every day to practice letting your walls down and like being yeah. authentic because you can't just show up one day and be like, I'm authentic today. Yeah, because like, it's such a safety mechanism because the minute that you're like, oh, that's it, like all walls are down, your body and your brain and your energy is going to be like, what the? Like it's putting your body in an unsafe state and your body does flight, fight or flight. So when you, like you can't just take all the barriers down. So if someone's listening to this, they're like, but it's so hard to yell. Yeah, it is. Like that's the work. Yeah. Like that is work. And you're writing and sometimes some days I wake up and I'm like, I'm so grateful for the house that I live in, all this stuff. I'm like, actually no, I'm pissed at everyone. And I need to be super honest with myself because if I don't get this out, it's not gonna shift and then I'm gonna be holding resentment. Like what is happening here? And just yeah, being open to be like, okay, I'm bullshitting myself a lot with this. Because right. I did that in workshops too. I'm like, guys, didn't you know I'm perfect? Like <laughs> I'm no problems. And then it's like lying to myself, bullshitting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and so you just touched on it. Uh, what is your morning routine or your routine during the day to be in yourself mm. for the day? Because now you have to go and work with your clients and do all that. But what, how do you like take time for yourself before you start your day? Yes. So it's really crucial and important to me that, well, number one, I don't really have a fixed schedule and I freaking love that. Um, so it's really important to me to wake up instantly and ask myself, like, how am I feeling? Like, in this moment, how am I feeling? Okay, I'm mad. I'm, I'm feeling grumpy. Like, some days you just wake up and you're like, the world's amazing. And some days, not so much. So I just check in with myself and ask myself, okay, what do I need right now? Like, do I need to go to a boxing class, like, right now? Like, do I need to go to the earliest boxing class they have and, like, just go there and do it and then feel amazing? Or do I need to go downstairs, chug, like, three cups of coffee and then journal it out? Like, what needs to happen right now in this moment? 
and that kind of dictates um, how my day goes. But one thing that I always make sure I do is, and I hate it, but I do it, <laughs> is meditating. I hate sitting still, um, so I meditate. Um, I tap into my own personal voice, so what I do is I go through a lot of movement work, and I like roll out my feet, and I do a little bit of yoga, and I do a lot of breath work, and I have my oils that I like do breath work for my essential oils, and be like, depending on what's going on, and I just like meditate, get grounded, get into my body, and journal out the bullshit. Like if that would, sometimes not in that order, but that's definitely like what happens every day. Right. And how long is that? Like what's the time frame for that? Just to yeah, get a solid example. If someone had to go to a job, for example. Like, yeah. You have all day, I have all day. Yeah, exactly. We can adjust our schedules. But yeah. like, so how long would you say that you spend doing that? Yeah, not very long. I'm very impatient. So <laughs> what I do, if I really need to force myself to sit down and ground, because I'm feeling a lot of anxiety one day, I'll meditate for 20 minutes. Now, that is my own personal hell. Like, I hate meditating, but it's really good for you, so I do it. But for me, it's definitely like five minutes, so like 15 minutes max. And when I was working a million jobs, unfortunately, I would get up at like 4.30 in the morning, and I would make sure I had a half an hour myself. And then I would work out and then I would do all the things, right? But you just have to be more obsessed with your own self-discovery than what everyone else is doing and ask yourself like what actually works for me. Because when I go to, like you're such a morning bird, like you go to all these like spin classes. I went to spin yeah. classes morning, guys. Yeah, and then I wake up five, <laughs> five hours later and I see Rachel Stewart and I'm like, wow, all right, so I'm gonna get out of bed now. <laughs> but, for me, I figured out that working out in the morning is awesome, but I get really mad when I have to do it. There's so much resistance, but if I do it in the afternoon after my work day, because I have so much inspiration in the morning, I'm like, oh, let's go punch it out. Like, yeah, let's do it. So it's just getting more obsessed with your own self-discovery and not like shaming yourself. Like, it's not like I wake up every day, I'm like, oh, Rachel went to the spin, so now I have to do it. Or like something like that. It's just being like, that's really badass. Cool, this is what works for me, this is what works for you. Because people might be listening to this and be like, Danielle, I would never want to do what you do or whatever, right? right. But yeah, yeah, just find your own flow. Right. Because I'm the opposite. If I don't get up and go to spin and then yeah. go to the gym, it's not happening. Like, I will not, I cannot get myself to go at 6 p.m. There's mm -hmm. no way. Yeah. And I've done it a couple times and I'm like sitting there in the spin class and I'm like, I need to leave. I'm like, why am I here? Yeah. I just can't. So I have to get up and get it out of the way. Like, people are like, oh my God, I have to get up early. I'm like, well, if I want to work out today, yeah. it's got to happen before 10 a.m. or else. I, yeah. to, I get caught up in all the other things that I'm doing. So. Yeah, and you love it like that, right? And that's exactly it. Just finding things that you love, like your own. Because if you don't like it, don't do it. Even if, well, besides meditating, it's really good for you. <laughs> but, but, like, actually, if you don't like it, stop doing it. Just because someone told you to do it doesn't mean, like, my recent post, don't listen to people. <laughs> just exactly. Do do and just thing. do it yourself. Because yeah. lots of people are like, oh, but, like, don't you need someone to go to spin with in the morning? Like, no. Yeah, I'd actually prefer if no one comes. I go with my dad. Yeah. But I know he's going to be there. But, like, people are like, oh, I'm going to come to 6 a.m. spin, and then don't come. I fully expect them not to come, and I have no – I'm not going to not go if you don't go. Yeah. Like, I don't expect you to do that. So you have to do it yourself. Do what you like. Do what works for you, and don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Yeah. That's the takeaway. Yes. Yeah. I'm so much. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you meditate, you journal, do all that, and then what does the rest of your day look like? What's a typical day? I'm sure there's not like a specific thing that happens every day, but a yeah. typical average day. A typical day is I get lost in my work like crazy and I love it. So it, it I kind of wake up and I do my thing and I get ready. So for my thing in the morning too, it's like my makeup is like a meditation, which is so funny because I used to be a makeup artist. So it's Danielle like, looks way better than I do. Right 
I just, I just do makeup. <laughs> I just throw on like a bold lip and hope for the best. So that's like my goal when I feel like, because today I feel super gross too, but I'm like, red lips. That's how we just fix everything, right? Um, but I wake up and I do whatever I need to do in the morning. And then I ask myself, okay, how do I want to feel today? And I channel, I channel that into my makeup, but I'll literally be like, do I want to, like, how do I want to feel today? And I'll do whatever with my face. And I let that, this sounds super weird to say that. I've never said this alone, but I let that dictate my schedule a lot because I'm like, awesome. Do I feel like getting on a live stream and like riffing now about this? Do I feel like getting on my podcast and doing this? Do I feel like making like a bullshit, like two minute video where I just make fun of things? Like, what do I feel needs to happen right now? Like, and I just get lost into in it for like hours and hours and hours. And then I'll like cook, eat, sometimes kick cats. And then it's like, <laughs> and then it's like, I just get lost in it again. And sometimes I will literally work from 9 a.m. to like 7 p.m. And then I'll go to a coffee shop and I'm like, now I just need to work on my book. And I'm like, blah, blah, blah. and then I'll like come home and be like, I don't even know where the day went. Like, what is happening? Right. But that's my thing. I love creation. So I just get obsessed with that. Or I, I'm on like client calls or I'm, talking to people about like podcasts like sometimes I have things scheduled in the day but I only like, like to do that like four days a week if that because other than that I just love I it. only had two days to choose from guys yeah <laughs> I was like I can do a Monday or a Wednesday when does that work so yeah that's how it works <laughs> that's how it works <laughs> okay so tell us about your book give me an update so I haven't talked to you oh gosh, yeah. since you start I think you were just like on the introduction the last time I like yeah talked to you about it so let's give myself and the listeners an update what are you writing about? What yes. About? Okay, so the book is called um, Fuck Mediocre, a memoir of a badass with a good ass. <laughs> so if you want to know the type of person I am, that's it. <laughs> so clearly it's a very serious book, but there is um, a lot of inspiration. I've been writing in chunks, which I figured out like really works because I've written long form things before. Like I took playwriting like, for like we four all did years. University. We all did university. Yeah, and I can't do that. So I have the intro done and then I have these chapters on stuff that happened. So I just recently got out of a relationship. Also need to update your on that. It's a really good story. We'll talk about that. Yeah, after. we'll talk about that. <laughs> not a relationship podcast. <laughs> and Danielle's given a relationship. Right? No, just kidding. It's, it's a good art, but you'll read it in the book. Um, but it's super funny that I'm just like, okay, I just experienced this. I need to write a chapter on this. I need to write a chapter on this. So I have just like notes and notes and notes and notes of like chapters and chunks and sometimes I'll write posts on Instagram and be like that needs to be in the book and then I'll just like expand on that so if you're wondering what the update is it's like a clusterfuck of notes on my computer and if anyone wants to put it into a book for me that'd be great thanks but um definitely I'll when I decide to self-publish I'm really letting it like craft itself and then when I decide to self-publish I'll get more organized with it and like fill in the blanks and like make it flow a little bit more but sometimes I'm like okay, this chapter needs to come before this. And so I've, like, numbered some of them and stuff, but... Do you have a timeline, or are you just letting it have its own birthday? Um, I think it's going to be done by 2020. I'm letting it have its own because I'm so the type of person who I'm like, this needs to get done now, and I'm just going to do it. (laughs) And then, like, I'll just, like, get it done and push it out, and then I don't enjoy the process. Right, because I'm just like so hyped on the creativity or whatever. So and this book's gonna be 200 chapters long. By the time <laughs> 2020 comes around, so guys, prepare yourself. But it'll probably be pretty like a short, sweet read. Um, when it comes down to it, because writing is not my strong suit. Like talking, oh, clearly talking. Is. Um, so really, just allowing myself. Like the chapters right now are super short. They're like like two pages. I mean, that's what people need because people have an attention span. Actually, I just read this thing. I don't remember whose book it was. 
that just came out, some podcast I listen to, but they said that they want their book, so if they're standing, like, in chapters, or, like, they want you to open it, and if you only read, like, a paragraph or, like, one page, you get something out of it, and I feel like that would be, like, your book, that it doesn't matter where, if you read the whole thing, that's great, but if you just open it, everyone will get something out of it, it doesn't matter, like, how long you read it for, Yeah, I feel like that's what your book Totally, and I think it's going to be a choose-your-own-adventure book, because Rachel knows this about me, but I'm like, this is why I didn't read Harry Potter, y'all. I'm like, first chapter, something terrible's coming. I'm like, oh, shit. Last chapter, oh, thank God, everyone's good? Great, we're going to continue to not read this book, because now I know the beginning of the edge, and I'm good. So it's going to be kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure book, too, so I'm going to have chapters that are going to be like, guess what? All your fears, right on this page. Rip this page out of my book. This is my goal with my book. Like, I want people to trash it in the best way, so it's like, rip this page out of this book, burn this page, or do this, or whatever, or like write all your fears on this and like rip it up, or go write a love note on this and go give it to a stranger, like something like that, right? Like I want it to be an adventure. I don't want it to be like, sit and read this book. I want it to be like, sit, fully immerse yourself in the work, and watch your life change. Right, so the difference between me and Danielle right here is that I will just sit and read the book and then put it on my nice bookshelf with the rest of my books, but... Fully encourage everybody to be a little more adventurous. Oh my god, yeah, they're reading. Like, I dropped my Mindy Kaling book in the, in the bathtub, and I'm like, if someone does that to my book, I'd be so grateful. Like, thank you so much for taking me to the bath with you. Like, thank you so much, and dropping me and then hanging me up so I could dry out. Like, thank you so much. Yeah, so we can all look forward to that <laughs> in 2020. Mark your calendar. Mark your calendar. We'll be ready. And probably, oh my god, knowing me, it might come out in two months. Who knows? True. Like really, like it's a toss-up. Just keep following. That's yeah. a guy. I keep it fresh. Her. Yeah, follow yeah. me on everything. Yeah, she keeps it fresh. <laughs> That's what you're looking for in your life. You want some fresh content. Danielle's got it. <laughs> okay, so. You obviously like talk about growing and like using your failures and yeah everything so what was a time that a failure seemed like it was going to be like the end of like your world besides the ones you've already talked about <laughs> yeah uh and it was really devastating but it actually turned out to be like the best thing in retrospect oh my gosh I feel like I'm currently on the end cusp of this one but I rebranded everything in January and the scariest part about that was that and I wouldn't necessarily yeah because I think failures aren't failures they're growing experiences but it feels like That's the biggest lesson you right heard. it feels like you just want to light yourself on fire when you're going through it but at the end it's really good so for me it was saying goodbye to all my programs which was <laughs> really touching uh, but it was just saying goodbye to everything that was past and y'all and I held on to it like so tightly being like maybe I can kind of make this work but it just wasn't working and not in the fact that it wasn't making money because it was and that I feel like when you're an entrepreneur and things are actually making you money but they don't fit in with your life or what you want to teach on or anything it's so easy to hold on to them with a death grip because you can't see what's on the other side so the fact that I said goodbye to my clients I let my clients finish the cycle with me or whatever and then I wasn't taking clients on unless they're at this like incredibly high level that is like application based and then this fear of, okay, but I don't know if I want to talk about passion and paycheck stuff anymore. So like rebranding my entire podcast, which was scary too. And then taking everything off my shop page, everything off my courses and just committing to like burning it to the ground and building a new thing was so scary. But now when I think about it, every single person I talk to, like more people are wanting me on their podcast. Like more people are wanting to talk to me about what I do. Like just, it's so much more fulfilling 
And when I was in that old, old phase of business, yeah, it was making me money, but I would also like look at my emails and be like, I don't want to respond to this client because I don't want to. <laughs> or like, I don't want to deal with this or I, I just don't want to work today. Like, screw this. Like, I, I want to just avoid things. And when you're avoiding things, you need to like burn into the ground and like rebuild something that's actually going to be fulfilling. So I'm on the end of that. But going through that, like burning everything down phase was super scary. And then people asking you like, oh, do you know that this is going to work out? And I'm like, well, clearly I know when it's going to work out, but obviously there's this voice of doubt. So why are you fueling it? Yeah, <laughs> like, this is not helping. Yeah, this isn't helping. I told it was so funny. I was talking to my mom. My mom's my bookkeeper, um, which is so funny. Like she's, I, I bug her all the time. So I'm like, I think your boss wants this. Cause like, I literally like I have her own payroll. It's super funny. But, um, so I just like bug her all the time with that. But she was looking at my one month. And she's like, okay, when do all these people end? And I was like, well, like all of them are ending this. And she's like, okay, well, where's, when's your new client starting? And I was like, well, they're not until I launch it at this time. And she's like, well, what are you going to do? And I was like, mom, all I need to hear right now is, you know what, Danielle, you've got this. And if you know my mom, that's not who my mom is. <laughs> she's like, Danielle, are you sure? <laughs> so learning, yeah, once again, dissociating from the expectations that other people have of you. Right, because I'm not gonna have your shit together. Even my mom, yeah. Maybe most importantly, your mom. Totally. Most importantly, parents. Um, <laughs> yep, yep. Any like people who don't understand your business and are trying to explain it to other people and it's wrong, and then they try to give you business advice. All that as well. Yeah, I understand. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and so uh, if people are listening to this and they have like a side hustle or they hate their job or whatever, and they want to start their own business. Um, what advice would you give them? I would say what you absolutely love to do and get lost in, that might be your first step. So look there. Because for me, it was talking to people. And when I was sitting, doing like internships and doing this stuff, that is definitely what kind of carried me through. Even at when I was working in a makeup artist job, um, and it was kind of like from a retail perspective right because I was just like always in the mall and always talking to people but the minute I started talking about what I was passionate about people would light up and so many people who follow me now on Instagram met me at Mac and like met me when I was doing their makeup and we randomly just started talking about their dreams aspirations what they want to do and like one of them became one of my clients recently like it's pretty fantastic when it comes full circle because people will always be watching you and always be watching what you do so just make sure you love it and whatever you get lost in is probably a really good first step because you're never going to get bored doing it. Yes. Love it. Love it. And if you're, people know when you're talking about things. If people get me going about Instagram, they're like, you must really love social media. I'm like, yeah. yes, that's what I'm doing. Exactly. So that's a good, it's a good like tester. If people have said to you, they're like, oh my God, like you clearly like what you're talking about. Yeah. I have two rules. And it's like, know your shit and know who you are. And that's like the two go hand in hand when you like know what you're talking about. And it's super funny because I don't know if you have this question on here. I'm not allowed to talk about but it's you like can insert questions. Though. Perfect. <laughs> insert questions here, but ask yourself questions. questions. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm Nathan Zanina. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to Rachel's podcast. Um, but just the like when people feel what is what is the word like um, hesitant about your work or something like that or what you do. If anyone feels that from what you do, there is a disconnection from you knowing yourself or knowing your shit. 
Like, if you talk to Rachel about Instagram, like, I'd probably be like, Rachel, I don't understand hashtags. Like, this is probably a normal conversation between me and Rachel. <laughs> I don't understand this. And it, she just goes off, and you're like, okay, you know your shit, and you know who you are. You're not talking from a perspective of, like, um, I kind of do this thing, and it's kind of, like, it's like a thing. It's super weird. I don't know if anyone's going to buy it. But, like, I kind of do it. There's a disconnect. But when you know your shit, you know yourself. Like, I can talk about voice all day long. I can talk about everything with, like, emotions and human behavior and stuff like that, and like I hope so you guys are like Danielle knows what she's talking about and she's passionate about it right and it's linked to her story like she knows who she is she knows her shit and that's like one of my biggest like two of my biggest rules especially with my clients too it's like you have to know yourself and know your shit and then when that happens everything just clicks and people are just magnetized to you or you go do a talk and people are like oh my god you changed my life and you're like thank you so much I just knew my shit and knew myself Right, yeah. which like does take work, and like, mm-hmm. like you're obviously really self aware. I'm a pretty self aware person, so I've been able to do it. But some people do need extra like help, and that's where Dick yeah. comes in. Yeah, you exactly. Just, like, need someone to like walk you through this process. Like some people, and it's okay if you can't do it yourself. Like yeah. I just grew up really independent. My parents were like, "Yeah, you can do this. You can do it." And yeah. It's like, okay, I'll do this then. But sometimes you don't have that sort of support, and you don't mm-hmm. like, or you have people like just haters all day. They're just like, "You need a normal job." Nine to five, yeah. you gotta make this money because life is hard. Exactly. So you just gotta push past that. And sometimes, like, you do need extra help. So you shouldn't be ashamed if you need to, like, talk to someone or you can hire Danielle. Yeah. Wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink. But even, like, me and Rachel have, I feel like, very different families and upbringing and stuff like that. Like, you can always, you can always shift wherever you're at. And I think that's super important. And one thing when I was starting, I couldn't invest in, like, anyone because I was making, like, crap money. And, like, I would just plug into people's energy before I could stand strong on my own. So not in a fact of like begging for free advice all day long and feeling like a victim and feeling like someone has to save you, but the fact of being like, okay, so I can't, I can't feel this way right now. I don't feel like I'm, I, it's not energetically available to me to feel really confident in myself. Who's really confident that I can tap into or be in their energy for a little bit? And that, like I said, it's not from this place of like trying to suck their energy out. Like for me, um, Lori Harder's podcast, Earn Your Happy, it was the first podcast I ever listened to. And I, I literally typed into podcasts because I was living in this dungeon of a basement at the time with like this bar on the window. I'm pretty sure it was not up to safety standards. It kept flooding. Like it was just an intense experience. But at that time... I literally typed into podcasts, how to be happy and earn your happy, like popped up and I was like, cool. And then I would just listen to her every single day when I just wanted to cry in Glenmore traffic. I was like, this sucks. <laughs> I hate everything. And that's what I plugged into when I couldn't like have access to my own positive thoughts. And then little by little by little, you start to shift the perspective, shift the energy and just like a pendulum. It starts to swing the other way, but it's just getting it going. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Unless it would have been the, like a trainer at the gym or like you just exactly. need someone to yell at you sometimes and yeah. just coach you through it <laughs> to get yourself going yeah or talk about their life or perspective so you can actually prove to yourself because our, our brains do this thing where it's like oh is the sky blue let me like grab evidence from what I've learned in school and like what I see in my with my eyes and all that stuff and confirm the fact that the sky is blue well if you've always been taught that life is hard your brain's like, well, let me like grab all the evidence from what I've been told as a child and my own personal perspective and my, in my education as in pre- like personal experiences and decide that life is hard. Or you can look at it and be like, okay, so this is what I've been taught. That's not what I want to believe anymore. The new thing that I want to believe, and this is hard work, but it's so worth it. And it's like baby steps. 
So try not to be very intimidated by it, but it's like the fact of, I want to believe something different. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to find as much evidence as physically possible to support the fact that I get to live differently. And it's a daily freaking practice. Cause then you go back to your family events and you're like, well, shit, I'm back. And <laughs> I don't know how this happened. And then you're like, cool. The next day I'm plugging back in and trying to like redo that over and over again. And like, I've been doing this work. I've been doing voice work exclusively, like with human behavior and stuff like that for like eight years now. I actually like, mapped out. I was like, that's a really long time for me to like ignore my calling. <laughs> but like eight years at like a very high level and teaching and all that stuff. And I've been in the personal development world for probably like, yeah, more than four or five years. Um, when I think about it, like since I like, found that podcast and started doing the work and then I've had my business for like two years and like, it's just, it, and I still feel like, well, I'm back and yeah. I've hung out with the Italians for a very long time and now I'm back to dinner again. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, all that shit, right? <laughs> Instead of dealing with my emotions, I went and got, like, really drunk at, like, a country concert or something like that, right? Like, it happens. We're human. (laughs) Yeah, but it's just that self-awareness to plug back into what you want. Yeah, wake up and start again. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Click that refresh button. (laughs) Okay, um, so you rebranded Unleash Your Voice. So what is next for you and your business? Mm. So, I had to take a sip of water, it's that intense. Um, for me, I am going to be filling out my one-on-one program, so that's a year-long program with me, which means tons of retreats all over the world, which I'm so excited about. And then, really what's coming up for Danny is someone messaged Netflix. I want a Netflix special, but... Maybe it works for Netflix, but it But I'm going to be doing um, a live stream series, I think I told you about it, it's like the daily dose of the D. Yes. <laughs> Yes. which is me, wink, wink, um, <laughs> but doing more comedy stuff because comedy is the biggest connection between the whole world. Like if two people see opposing sides, they can laugh about the same thing. It's like instant connection. And so one of my goals is through my business to also like heal the world with comedy. And Danielle's the first person to tell you that she's hilarious. So. Oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> you didn't already know this, guys. Um, she is funny, funny, but she'll tell you she's funny, too. Oh, yeah. I At least I'm, like, I'm just aware, and I know it, and I found evidence, and I like collected the evidence, <laughs> and I've built this thought that I'm hilarious. So um, that, too. But, yeah, it's going to be like an interview series where not only you're going to be inspired, but we're also going like, to play games and like do... Like crazy things, and you will not find me on this. Yeah, oh my god, I'm totally gonna get Rachel interested. One of my favorite things to do is make my friends very uncomfortable. So, of course, Rachel's gonna be on it 100%. And we're gonna play, like, I don't know, like a wild game. Like, maybe we'll do like, like shot roulette, and one's gonna be like kombucha. And one's gonna be like spirulina juice, and one's gonna be like straight vodka. And one's gonna, and then we're gonna like be like, I don't know, like some type of like trivia on social media, and then oh. It's, yes, it's, yes. it's processing. If you want to watch that, <laughs> keep, yeah. keep close. But yeah, definitely that's going to be a new branch of my business too. And just leaning more into that, leaning more into interviewing and fun stuff like that. Cool. Yeah. Um, second last question. What is a tool or resource or life hack that you would recommend to your listeners? Like literally plug into what you want every single day. And from this place of not only are you going to listen to what you know is going to help you get to where you want. You're going to be around the people who are going to help you get to where you want. Um, you're going to be in the energy of the people who already have what you want. Like that is the key. It's like fully embodying what you want and not letting anything else like infiltrate that. And it will. 
you're gonna get into like weird relationships that like trigger that or you're gonna get into like weird friendships that are like oh I feel really used right now like this is weird but whenever that happens being self-aware enough to be like wow okay right now not in this place of like I did it again but from this place of being like okay right now I'm not in the space that I want to be I'm not in the energy of who I want to be around none of that is working or clicking for me right now cool so how can I plug into that and how can I actually plug into these people's energies and for me when I first started my podcast and I was doing this this series called be your own CEO I had really like no understanding of making more than like like a few thousand dollars in my business a month and that was it and that's like pre-taxes like I was like I don't understand this but it gets it's paying my bills and that's all that matters right so I would interview people who were like years ahead of me and I'd be like I'm doing this series and this and that's how I like conned my way into like getting to their energy and I would just listen to those interviews over and over again and ask them questions for the interview series, but really for past Danielle, I was like... Yeah, podcasts are very selfish, because really you're yeah. just asking them questions that you want to know, and just hope that they're the same as your listeners. Exactly, and that would be perfect, but and I think that's something so powerful, too, is like when you have a platform, you can ask people things, and they'll share things with you, and not only you get to be in the space of being the interviewee, or, or interviewer, yeah, I'm the interviewer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got this, um, but just being in that space of allowing someone's energy to just like fully encompass you because you're asking the questions and you get to be in control of like this situation and also you can like re-listen like some of the people on my podcast I've literally re-listened to my podcast one time um someone came into my vehicle and they're like were you just listening to your podcast and I was like yes because it's like some of the people are so cool and then I re-listened to it over and over and over again and I'm just like, this is so cool. Like, I'm so happy that I got to listen to this person talk. And when I need to plug back into their energy, I have that accessible to me. And it's like, yeah, it's very selfish. You have to listen to your own voice, so. Yeah. <laughs> like, that too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I listen to my own voice all day long. So, yeah, got to be aware of it anyways. So, but. Oh, my God. Okay. And so, where can people find your lovely voice in your face? Oh, my God. Thank you. Um. You can listen to my podcast, which is the Unleash Your Voice podcast, on the iTunes and the SoundClouds. Um, I love Instagram so much. Not like Rachel. Like, I just love screwing around on my Instagram stories. So she just like want... talking nonstop on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> you need something to listen to all day. Danielle will be there. I'll be there. That's some, some days I wake up and I'm like, I'm going to go on a riff on my Instagram stories because I got something to say. And like, yeah. So anyways, sometimes you get random videos of like me screwing around with like iPhone filters. And then sometimes you get like inspirational content. And then sometimes you get like really hilarious videos of my mom. So really it's a toss up. And I think that's, it keeps it fresh. So you do that. Um, a lot of my live streams, if you love just really indulging in personal development, you want to go follow me on Facebook at Unleash Your Voice. Cause that's when I do like legit trainings and live streams and it's legit. It's legit. It's not just my hilarious face and my hilarious energy and my hilarity. It's also like very educational. Amazing. Well, I will link that all below. Everyone can go follow her. And that is the end. You will be not surprised okay. to understand that this is the longest podcast that we've recorded so far. So <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'm so honored. I feel so thankful and grateful to be here. Alright, well thank you for everyone for listening and we'll see you in the we will not. Danielle will not, but I will see you in the next episode. I'll be there in spirit. Yes. <laughs>